Hello there, hungry friends. I am so glad that you chose to join me on Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I am Risa Auger, your host of this here podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I really, truly hope that it helps you be inspired to make your meals, whichever one you're eating, just a little bit healthier to make you feel just a little bit happier in whatever you got going on in life. Because let's face it, no one has time for bad food. So, on to the show. Hey, all. It is episode 41 of Happy Healthy Meals with Lisa Auger. And I um, wanted to share a rumor with all my non-Southern California friends. I heard a big, fat rumor that it is fall in other places. I Apparently, other places have weather. That is appropriate to said calendar that we are on, um, and and they're cooling down and wearing jackets outdoors. Isn't that crazy? I think it's crazy since we are just uh, experiencing an Indian summer this year, um, which I actually really enjoy. I love the heat. Um, it makes me happy, and uh, it kind of aside from when I'm doing my workout at home with no air conditioning. And I get really sweaty, which I think is disgusting. Um, I really enjoy the heat. Uh, being outdoors, sitting in the sun, it just, uh, I think I'm, sometimes I swear I'm part reptile because I'm warm and it's so nice to finally be warm for a few months out of the year. So uh, because it is fall in other places and because it is finally September, which means it's pumpkin season, um, and because I'm I'm so excited to be ordering my box of pumpkin smoothie mix um, today because it got released today, and I'm so excited. You guys can hear me clapping. I literally am going home tonight and uh, writing the show notes for the show and ordering my shakes. Uh, That is literally my to-do list tonight uh, after dinner. So... I'm very excited about that. And if you want to know about the shakes that I drink and the pumpkin ones, which are by far my favorite, favorite uh, flavor that they make, and it's seasonal, and I was so sad when I drank the last one last time, um, last year, I should say, uh, ask me about it. You can shoot me an email. You can DM me on social, however you want to get a hold of me. Uh, But I digress. And I wanted to talk about all the things you can do with pumpkin because I love pumpkin. Okay, you guys know how much I love chocolate. I will put chocolate on my meal plan every day of the week. I would have a chocolate bar every day if I could, which I probably could figure out a way to do that, but I'm not going to because that might be a little too rich. But um totally love my chocolate as much as I can um, and at in fact at a family barbecue yesterday I had chocolate cake and it's one of my favorites because it is layered in with some custard and the custard has mini chocolate chips in it and it's just it's so good and I just have a little bit and it's so rich and you only need a little bit because it's so rich oh my goodness it was definitely a treat all right that's enough about chocolate let's talk pumpkin uh, this week in my VIP group, I have already let them know about so many things that you can do with pumpkin. 
Um, and I'm hoping that they're as excited as I am about all these recipes. I'm saving on my Pinterest board so that I can add them in, like, once every other week so I don't overwhelm my husband because he is not as big of a pumpkin slash squash fan as I am. I mean, he loves him some zucchini, but beyond that, it's uh, pumpkin once in a while in my house. So I try to use other kinds of squash as well in all of my baking or cooking um, during the fall season, and I will even freeze some of it um, when the weather starts to warm up and it goes out of season just because it really um, browns up very well um, and goes in the crock pot really well as, um, too. So it's something that you can totally freeze if you perhaps buy too much or perhaps prep too much of it or um, you're like me and you stash it away like you're a freaking squirrel. I'm kidding, not kidding about that. Like, I totally stash stuff in my freezer for that very reason because I know at some point it will not be in season and I will be very sad. So, or yawn or something. Oh, driving home from work. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so pumpkin. Let's talk pumpkin. You can bake it into things. You can put it in your breakfast. You can do pancakes. You can do muffins. You can do bread. You can make pasta sauce with it. I love making pasta sauce with it. And if you are lazy like I am sometimes, you can even buy pasta sauce with it in it at Trader Joe's during the fall. So I really, like, I am counting down the days until all of the shelves at Trader Joe's have pumpkin everything. And then it's in waffles and salsa and pasta sauce and, um, frozen treats. It's in so many things, and it's awesome. But yes, they have a pasta sauce. It has like a cream base, and uh, tomatoes, and pumpkin puree, something else in it. They, uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, because it's been almost a year since I've had it. Um, I love to pair it with different types of noodles, whether that's rice noodles, or uh, noodles or quinoa noodles, something like that, um, to try something different. You can totally do regular noodles, but if you would like to cut the carbs, it does really well with other types of noodles as well. Um, you could do half and half noodles too. I've done that, and that is really, really awesome. If you do like angel hair pasta and then, um, so half that and half, say, zucchini um, noodles, that, like they seem to have the same amount of weight, and so they mix really well, and you get a good turn on your fork with both, and it gives us just this little, oh, um, you know, those hidden veggies make me happy. Speaking of pasta, you can also usually find at several different places um, pumpkin raviolis, and that is a great way to use it. Just add that burst of vitamin A into whatever you're eating. Um, so versatile, and it goes with so many flavors. It can be very savory, or it can go pretty darn sweet, like when you use it in pies and cakes and things like that. Um, don't think that it's only pumpkin pie. No, no, you can make pumpkin cheesecake. You can make pumpkin bars. You can make pumpkin fudge. Trust me, I love pumpkins, and I know I. It's like there's just so many things you can put it in. You can make pumpkin frosting on a vanilla cupcake, and oh, that is totally delicious, too. 
Um, it's also one of those things that you can totally hide into everything, like uh, into brownie batter, or um, you can fill your pasta with it if you make filled pasta from scratch. You can totally put it into macaroni and cheese, which kind of goes along with that sauce, um, like a spaghetti sauce, but in mac and cheese, I feel like you make it more like a bachamel sauce and um, throw it over some elbows or some shells, you know, the mini shells, and you could even bake it with some Parmesan on top and give that a little crust. Um, because remember now that it's going to start getting cooler at some point, not anytime soon in California, um, we'll be able to turn those ovens back on and make some ooey-gooey yumminess that is just so comforting and amazing. Uh, I have not – oh, I've made – I was going to say I haven't done Mexican, but that's not true. I have done pumpkin um, uh, enchiladas. Like, you put it in with the enchilada sauce. Ooh. And so it's, like, spicy, but it's sweet, and sweet and spicy is one of those things that I just totally love. Um, and that's because all the things that I love at Trader Joe's, they have sweet and spicy jalapenos. don't know if you've had them or not before, but uh, the juice is excellent when you are making a salad with the, and using that as your acid uh, with some olive oil. And uh, the pickles are just awesome on everything, sandwiches, tacos, straight out of the jar. Uh, but again, I digress. Okay, so you can totally make it into a Mexican meal um, with either in like a quesadilla or you could make it as like a spicy dip for your quesadilla or like a crema with it for some tacos. But it totally works well when you mix it with Mexican cheese and you put it into your enchiladas or you mix it as like a crema to put on top with your enchilada sauce and then you bake it, and it's all creamy and yummy and fall-like. Um, so that is really good. Let's see. I've never put it into, like, an Asian meal. I don't know how that would go. But I'm sure you could find a way if you really want to, and maybe, you know, what I have done is I've used acorn squash with, like, a peanut dressing, and so that would be a totally awesome way to get some Asian infusion um, with some fall squashness. Uh, there are so many. Uh, no, it was not acorn squash when I made it. I'm sorry. I'm totally wrong. It was, I don't even know how to say it. I always want to call it kombucha squash. It's close to that, and I would have to totally Google the name, but let's just call it kombucha squash um, with a peanut dressing, and it was freaking delicious. Um, a friend of mine actually had cut up too much, and she brought some for me to work one day, and so I brought it home, and I threw peanut dressing on it, and even my husband loved it. He's not huge on Asian food, so I don't make it super, super often, but I did it with some brown rice and uh, just some chicken satay, and it was delicious. Um, let's see. So that's how you would go Asian with your squash. I bet you could also cut up some different types of squash and throw it in a, like a a sweet and sour soup, or um, I wouldn't put it in ramen, mm. but it could definitely go with any type of, like, Asian bowl with some edamame, or, um, like, in a coconut situation, um, it would totally go Thai very easily, it could go um, Indian very easily with the coconut milk, and, um, and then also, like, in... Um, not Indian food. What am I trying to remember? Anyway, 
anything with like a cinnamon background, it would go well with. Let's see. So there's so many things that you can do with it and so many different kinds of squash. You can go beyond the zucchini and beyond just plain pumpkin and get into the acorn and, and the gourds, the yellow gourds. Uh, there's like there's the ones with like the little yellow bumps on them. They're yellow and they have yellow bumps. Uh, there are some that have stripes on them, and I think they're literally called tiger squash or something like that. Um, there are so many types of squashes, and it's fun to go to, like, your local farmer market and see all the different shapes and sizes. Remember, not all of them are for baking. Some of them are bitter. Some of them are sweet, but it is super fun to sort of just try them all. This year, I am looking forward to mashing them and putting them on top of some shepherd's pie. Last year, for shepherd's pie, my big experiment was using tots instead of mashed potatoes. Um, my husband loved it. So I will be resurrecting that and doing a mashed squash of some sort. Probably like an acorn because it's easy to get, it's very soft, and um, kind of quick. So I can throw it in the, um, I can chop it and throw it in the uh, slow cooker all day, and then I just can get home and saute up all the things that go into the shepherd's pie, and then pipe in, pipe on top the mashed, because I don't actually have the mashed, because it'll be pre-mashed and mush, um, squash on top, just like I would some mashed potatoes, and it gives that creamy, crusty top that you would expect with any sort of amazing um, shepherd's pie. You put the butter in there and a little bit of Italian seasonings and garlic, and it's going to be amazing. Um, I also really like blending it into my mashed cauliflower so that it's more squashy cauliflower. Um, it makes it a really pretty color. And... Also, then, it's not so cauliflower tasting, because I know I've talked about this before, but, like, how my mom doesn't, quote-unquote, doesn't like cauliflower until I make it for her, and then she practically looks her like, um, my husband still is not a mashed cauliflower fan, but he'll eat, like, roasted cauliflower. You can um, mix whatever you want in. I've done even, like, half potato, half squash, and I don't like the consistency of mashed potato. I know I've talked about this before, and that's why I don't put it on my shepherd's pie, uh, because I just am not a fan of that consistency. It has nothing to do with the taste. Um, it's just a, a texture thing, and so I find when I cut it with something else, like cauliflower or squash or even sweet potato, um, and the, you get this slightly different texture that takes the edge off of what I don't like about the potato um, in a mashed form. And that seems to really, really help. Um, there was another thing. Oh, so when we are back to our ovens, and you can roast some beautiful things all at one time, um, I am a big fan of roasting just two or three different types of veggies at a time all on one big sheet pan and just doing different colors. Well, squash comes in so many different colors that you can – Mix it in with any type of a veggie, and you can add, you're adding in these beautiful extra colors and beautiful extra vitamins and minerals from those colors 
that are generally within the warm colors. So don't let it, don't, you're going to find like a green squash inside because I think that means that it's not quite ready to eat. But you can get anything from yellow to deep red and it's just going to be really pretty on your plate and really pretty in your, uh, this is what's cooking pictures if you take progress pics. And it's also really pretty when you present it on a platter when you go to a party. And the other thing that I really like using squash for is instead of french fries, like instead of potatoes. So think about it like anything that you could use a potato for, you could probably use a squash for. Um, I love that acorn squash is sliced up so nice, and then they roast up so tender in the middle and then a little bit crispy on the edges, and they make a really, really great sub for french fries in, in the winter months. And it's not that french fries are bad when you're baking them and making them at home. It's just that I like variety. I think variety is the spice of life. And if you can sub in different things for slightly different textures with all kinds of different meals, maybe we can have french fries twice a month or twice a week, and one would be french fries with actual potatoes, and one would be squash. And that is all. Um, it also, you can make noodles out of it if you have a fertilizer. Um, I would do it raw so that it's nice and thick when you do it. And then saute it in a little bit of olive oil or butter to get it nice and crispy on the edges and soft on the inside. Um, yeah. I could go on. I could totally go on and talk about so many different ways. But those are one of the main ways that I use it and that I have used it or that are very popular and that you can easily find recipes for. Um, I've never used it, like, with, you know, like yogurt or anything. I do make my smoothie bowls out of it. Um, so it does cause, because it purees really well and it gets real smooth. So you could do soups with it, too. Um, I think I've mentioned that. Um, the puree. The puree goes so many different ways. So like pumpkin soup, squash soup, anything like that. Um, you can easily, easily do with a little cream um, or coconut milk. It makes a really nice soup and pairs really well with a fresh green salad on the side. Um, I bet you could use it as pizza sauce and so you can use it as pasta sauce. I bet you could totally use it as pizza sauce and I might end up doing that now that I talked about it um, because it does really well with the cheese and things like that. So I think that I have gone on and on and on about pumpkin fur and other squashes for much, much too long. And I will talk to you guys later. I hope that you've enjoyed this and I hope that it inspires you to make some fall-centered meals that go along with what you are preparing for your family. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I totally hope that you enjoyed it, that it inspired you, and that your meals turn out happy and healthy. If you would be so kind, I would love, love, love a review because um, apparently, after doing some research, that's how you get ranked, that's how more people find me, and that's how we can get more people eating healthy and happy meals with their families and friends. So uh, leave a review, or even just a star, or two, or five. Five would be awesome. 
But I want to leave you with just a giant thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining me, and I hope that you have a happy and healthy day.